Hello, today we're going to talk about Wharton's nano tool, Work Less, Accomplish More. These are productivity tools that has a lot to do with mindset, and it's based on research. It's important to know our why, and so we begin with why. Um, our goal is to improve our productivity by working less. Doesn't that sound good? So we want to work smarter, not harder. This is not a new insight. Henry Ford in the mid-1920s reduced the amount of hours worked from 48 to 40, bringing down the work week from six days to five because the research showed that they weren't performing and producing more after the 40 hours. Americans... Um, a century later, a UN study has shown that Americans, 85.8% of males and 66.5% of females work more than 40 hours a week. We work 137 more hours per year than the Japanese, 260 more hours per year than the British, and 499 more hours per year than the French according to the International Labor Organization. What are we getting for those hours? The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development found that greater productivity is not a benefit. So people are working more hours, but we're not as showing the productivity for that. Greeks are some of the most hardworking, um, working 2,000 hours a year on average, Germans work about 1,400 hours each year, but their productivity is about 70% higher. Instead of resulting in greater output, longer hours lead to stress, and this is a significant cause of both physical and mental health issues. There was a recent study that just came out about the re great resignation. Why are people resigning? And a high percentage reported due to mental health issues caused by stress at work. So anything right now to reduce our stress and these skills can reduce the stress of our workforce, it will benefit our productivity. So this doesn't mean that we're gonna put more time and more hours in. So how do we do it? This is a productivity paradox. Um, it's countered by research that shows overwhelmingly that scheduling downtime actually makes you more productive. In addition to taking short breaks, there are three steps that Wharton has identified to increase productivity while working fewer hours. I also want to say, have you ever had an aha moment in the shower? When we're relaxed, then the stressors aren't blocking and clouding us and we can think more clearly and innovatively. So that's where we wanna go. We wanna have that, oh, I'm taking a shower experience and ideas are gonna come to me and I'm gonna be in a green zone where I'm relaxed. How do we get there with all the stressors of life and with work as the context? So how are we gonna think about the tasks? Replace just do it with just plan it. The Nike mantra, just do it, is mistakenly believed to be the path to greater productivity. Um, and we do value action, we value it. And we want to create a brief plan and be intentional about our day. 
Um, and so we're gonna dive into work with a plan. Carve out 10 to 15 minutes at the start of our workday to plan it. And then we're gonna follow our one, two, three and stick to the schedule. Have you noticed all of the distractions around us? And many of the distractions cause us to feel emotions. And it's important to stay focused. That's why we're gonna start the day off with what is our plan? We're gonna stay focused on that plan. And emotions, talking about emotions at work, that's one of the areas that I think could really improve our mental health. Uh, but we're gonna stay away from distractions that are gonna cause us to feel fearful and sad. And those are the roots of anger. And so that's why we're planning and being focused. Number two, trick ourselves into getting started. We often are going to procrastinate because a project seems overwhelming um, and inertia sets in. Instead, use the zygomic effect to our advantage. Start a project, but don't finish it in one day. One small step on the project is all we need. The next morning, we'll have something ready to jumpstart our day. It could be as simple as writing an email in the afternoon, leaving it to reread and edit before sending it the following morning. Plan for a potentially uncomfortable meeting, but not acting on it the next day, until the next day. Writing the first paragraph of the quarterly report you've been putting off. The effect named for psychology researcher Bluma Zygarnik works by having you jump into a project knowing that you don't need to complete it right away. Now, I really like that because we can start something and then go take a shower and rest and let our brain rest on that. And you never know the next day what other ideas also, the innovation could happen from it. So that pressure of, oh, I started the email, I cannot leave for the day until I finish it. That just needs to go by the wayside. And there is a psychology to this that's been proven. Just let it rest and start it. And that way the next day, the hardest part is done. I've started the process. And now with a rested mind, I'm gonna come into it and I'm gonna complete it. Set habits, not just goals. Goals are worthwhile. And we achieve some of them faster if we turn them into habits and routines. Habits such as outsourcing ourselves. So more routine, less complex, repeatable tasks can be easier to get through if we do them at the same time in the same place. So routine is a good thing. Check emails at four designated times a day. Set aside 10 minutes before you leave the office to clean off your desk. Choose a time and place for working on a big project in short, manageable chunks. For major goals, it can help to set aside the first hour of your day before checking your email to work on the project. Have you noticed that emails will distract us? Because we got an email about this needs to happen, and yet our plan for the day did not include it. Um, and that's okay because we need to pace ourselves. We could start that for the next day. 
is a really good plan of action. And so we know what the priorities are and we've set the plan for the day and we've started working on it in a short manageable chunk. And that way we have that momentum going or we finished up the email from the day before and we did not get distracted with other emails before we finished that email. It's just one hour, that's all it is. And yes, if something emergent is happening, we can pivot and adjust. But think how many times is there a fire to put out? And we really don't wanna have that kind of culture where there's always a fire. And that's why we're planning. And that's why we're being methodical about creating habits. We want to ensure that we get the most important things done before the daily deluge flows in. So what is our one priority in the morning that we're gonna focus on for that day, the first hour before we dive into the email? How are companies using this? Aetna Chairman and CEO Mark Batolini implemented an optional mindfulness and yoga program at the company. Over 3,500 employees have participated since 2010. The third largest health insurer now offers this program as part of its well-being service to help its customers lower healthcare costs. A mindful employee is not only more productive, but also healthier. And so we're gonna be more relaxed, more engaged, more productive. So it's not how long we sit at the desk, it's helping us to produce the optimal amount while we sit there or while we move around or while we work from home or whatever model that we have. Groups in several North American offices of the Boston Consulting Group were asked to cut back work from five days a week to four in a research study. A lot of people have Fridays off. How is that working? The consultants were required to take predictable time off and were not allowed to check email or voicemail at certain hours. As a result, the consultants streamlined their work and accomplished as much or more in four days than they did in five. Communication between consultants improved and some clients reported better customer service. So this is something to think about. Not everything that works for one work setting will work best for another. So it's assessing it. But I just love the idea of that that task that I'm dreading, that I'm procrastinating, just start, write the first sentence, start, take the first step and then rest and then begin it the next day as a priority before we delve into the email. Practice that as a habit and see how it works and then emulate that to those around you. And if you're not in a leadership position, all of us have that sphere of influence and we can definitely manage up. And people can ask something's different, what is it? And then explain this and share this nano tool with them for the insight. The more people we get doing this, then it is gonna be a happier workplace. It, and also more productive. And that old way of thinking, it's how many hours you put in, you did your duty, that we need to take that mindset off and add this new mindset because it didn't just start now. This is over the past century that we have been looking at this. And um, we need to like, especially think about that. The Greeks, I have um, a Greek family 
my parents came from the country of Cyprus. And um, they are, there's a hard work ethic and we feel good because we worked long hours and, and a lot of um, Greek people will brag about this ethic. And yet the research shows that the Germans as a population work less hours and are 70% more productive. So we need to look at the data. And um, so you will receive a PDF copy of this nano tool.